I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome back to the third and final part of this week's episode. We're stomping with Tasha Gurry in Greenwich Park. So far, we've discussed Tasha's experience growing up with a cochlear implant, time on Love Island and dealing with trolls, and how she's managed the pressure inside and outside the villa. We're about to get stuck into the stomp this week, but I'd first like to chat about our sponsors, Fitflop, who are helping me to move better with supportive, comfortable, and scientifically tested footwear. Now, after I've been on a good long stomp, I don't want to take my Fitflops off and put on a subpar pair of slippers after being so comfortable. Luckily for us, Fitflop have thought about this and have an amazing range of slippers and slides that are perfect for lounging around the house. Their range of men and women's slippers have contoured footbeds and are made with incredibly soft materials to make sure your feet feel great. I can't vouch for the women's shoe shearling slides myself, but wow, they look like absolute heaven to slip into after a stomp. They have triple density micro wobble technology, which basically means they absorb shock and diffuse underfoot pressure. There you go, micro wobbled. What a dream. And for men's, there's plenty to choose from, including the amazing eye cushion technology, ultra light, super sleek cushioning that's ergonomically shaped for all day comfort. So if you've upped your stomping game, but your slipper game is weak, head over to fitflop.com. So welcome back everyone. And um, I hope you're enjoying your stomp if, you're, if you've continued the whole way with us. And if you're on a fresh day, let's go and smash it. Tasha, we've been talking about kind of dealing I guess with the, the trolls and mm-hmm. the negative side, but there's also a real positive side mm-hmm. to when people come together, they back a campaign, they see something important that needs to sh- kind of sh- have a light shined on it, if you like. And in a way, you've used modelling to do that. You were modelling before the show, you are now since. How, how has that changed? And have you found that companies have got on board with what you're trying to do? I think, no, before the show, I was modelling for ASOS and a few other brands. And so basically, I remember on a shoot day, they shot some earrings on my ear. Mm. And I, a part of me inside is a bit like, okay, are they going to shoot my cochlear implant ear or just my left ear? Mm. They shot both. And we went on the website and it basically went viral worldwide. And people were saying, you know, one, one girl took it to Twitter and it just basically went viral from that. And everyone was just saying, wow, like ASOS used a hearing impaired model. How amazing. And I think it goes to show that it should be normalised to the point that hmm. it, it shouldn't be big news yeah, yeah. in a way. Do you know what I mean? So I think, in a way, it was great, but at the same time, it's, it was like, well, it should be normal anyway. Yeah. So for modelling for me, it was kind of, I never had anyone to look up to on websites or coding websites. And I feel like there's such a stigma around models having to be perfect and... I think it's changing now, it's getting more diverse. Learn the sections kind of thing. Yeah. And just because I've got a cochlear implant doesn't make me any different to yeah. a model that hasn't got one. Mm. So I think me going to the modelling world was to 
break those boundaries and bring, that, bring down those stigmas around having to be this perfect model. And I think hopefully me going on the show and the opportunities I've been getting after, you know, I'm working with eBay, all these amazing brands. I hope now that other brands can look up and go, actually, this is how it should be. Yeah. You know, this is normal. Let's, it should be normalised. Um, Do you think it's a double-edged sword then? Because like, it kind of, I feel like there's almost like a two emotions and when you're talking about it. Part of you is like, they took the photo. and We're not like hmm. knocking ASOS at all here. Like, we're not doing that. No, but, no, like, no. When you're, you're, you're kind of like, yeah, it's, it's such a double-edged sword because, because you want to raise awareness of it, but it's, yeah. it's about you. You're there because of you yeah because of me it's who i am <laughs> but at the same time you want to raise awareness of it so so is it the chicken or the egg do we have to go through the process it's almost like with the body image stuff right i'm not making direct comparison but i'm just imagining yeah. things that I, I i kind of have seen like we're kind of going through a much needed time where people are actually mm-hmm. hopefully starting to normalize not just female bodies but male bodies as well not just walking around Absolutely. six packs all the time and things really that should just be normal yeah or do we have to highlight it before it's normal it's weird because like when i went on the show obviously i didn't know what was going on when i came out obviously my family told me that you, you headlines everywhere like first deaf girl on love island and i was like it's amazing but i'm not a, this deaf girl i'm no i've got no what do you actually think about that it's just deaf girls like yeah no. but, do you know and this is really 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 important because when we talk we talk about it in the hospital all the time. You don't have a, you're not a diabetic patient. You're not an autistic patient. You're not a, a I don't know, whatever. Like you're a patient with, you're a person mm-hmm. with it. So you're like John who has diabetes. Yes. Or Dave that has, or Anna that has autism. Yeah. It's like you put it in front of it, all of a sudden what you're saying, that is the defining feature of that person. Yes, exactly. So I think it's amazing that the world is changing and it's becoming more diverse. But at the same time, it, it should be normal anyway. But So how do we do it then? Like in, to play not devil's advocate, but how, what do you think, how do we approach it best? Like what is the way that we, because we want to highlight these things. Like mm. I'm obviously with the mental health issues I'm trying to highlight, but I don't want people to be defined by those, but I want them to be open. Like how do we find that balance where we're not creating like, okay, that person is defined by this. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think just, the way it's hard, so I'm still trying to figure out what's the best way to go about it. And I think the only way it's going to change is if, you know, especially TV industry, if the shows, you know, like Strictly did Rose, now they've got Ellie, the amazing Ellie Simpson on there. Yeah, absolutely. And me doing Love Island. And I think the only way it's really going to change is if that momentum keeps going. Yeah. And that's when actually it become more diverse and everyone be more accepted. And I think it has to, I think we just need to be patient with it and keep using my, like, I'm going to keep using mm. my voice as much as I can, keep educating. And that's the most I can do, mm. you know, do campaigns that matter to me. Like I did the Cadbury Fingers campaign. Then that was a strong, powerful message that I did. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing a campaign tomorrow linked with the deaf community. So mm-hmm. there's only so much I can do, but as long as I'm trying hard and putting effort into it, then I know that one day when I do leave this world, mm. I did the best I could. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, look, in any way that I can 
uh, my my role as an ambassador for young mm. people in terms of mental health and you know I, I well let's talk about the health factor because it really shocked me actually and I, and I, I think it's important we don't always pretend we know everything about everything and I, I, I will hands up say I was really really shocked by mm. by this health factor of the week um, and it, it kind of really brought home how important this conversation is that's happening so the World Health Organization um, basically looked into hearing loss globally and have said that by 2050 there could be over 2.5 billion people with hearing loss uh, living and, and globally that there'll be over 34 million children who have hearing loss or deafness and I just imagine that so you've got like what 2.5 billion yeah. 34 million children many of those causes over 60 percent of those causes are preventable like you know having really loud noise like or like headphones and so on that really shocked me to be honest and it, right i'm going right back to that point you made at the start a lot of people don't see it as a hmm. as a thing yeah and so it, it it really yeah it really shocked me so in any way i can help or support then then please let me know and that's not not that's no tokenism if you uh, if you need any help with anything you know, yeah let me know. definitely Let's talk about coping with life because life can be, we've already, I think, <laughs> exemplified. Life can be tricky at times. It's amazing as well. It's really, like, life is beautiful because we're all, we are different and because, mm -hmm. you know, there are challenges and we overcome them. But let's talk about how you kind of get through. So, you know, you're a couple of months in after the show. Yeah. It does change your life. There's no doubt about that. Um, part of it is definitely processing. And I just wonder, like, do you and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but like, do you have therapy? Is it something that you considered? And in terms of, you know, your general well-being, what are the things that you do outside of stomping, of course, yeah. that support your, your health? I think, you know, I'm surrounding myself with people that know me and that understand me as a person, like my friends and family. My family and my friends are very small. I literally only have six close friends that I really do trust. And, you know, and I think, I have been considering going to therapy. Obviously, you get given aftercare. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I've just chosen to ignore it because I've been so on the go. Mm -hmm. And a part of me is actually like, Tasha, it actually would be good for you to yeah. go. And I think maybe I was a little bit embarrassed. And I think now I'm not going to be embarrassed or ashamed. Mm -hmm. I think, if anything, it's just going to be another outlet to someone that doesn't know me and doesn't know who I am and I think that's going to help massively um, so I've been considering Can I ask you why, why and this is, I'm, this, is, this is not loaded at all with any judgement what are the things that make you feel embarrassed about potentially having therapy just because it is really important because mm. I think a lot of people out there might have the same worries like what is it that what is it that makes you feel worried about it? I think what scares what worries me about going to therapy is just talking to a stranger I guess mm -hmm. and letting out your emotions to somebody that you don't know and I think a part of me worries that what if they're not going to get it or what if they don't understand and I literally just sat down and I said Tash come on like it's not embarrassing you know some of my family members have gone to therapy before and it's helped them massively and I think it's there's such a stigma around it as well you know I think it's a pride thing as well I'm kind of a girl to be, I'm fine, I'm okay, I'm good, like I'm fine, I can put a smile on my face, I can hide it sometimes very well. But actually deep down I could literally be like, I need to let out so many emotions. And sometimes I think therapy will really help with that because you can just let it out. Mm. 
and that person know who you are, you know, be in the public eye. And I think that's going to be a safe space for me. And I think I've just been shying away from it. And I think actually it is going to benefit me in many ways. Do you know what? I really respect you for being honest with that because a lot of people be like, oh, no, no, yeah, it'd be cool to have therapy. Like, you've been really vulnerable with that. And I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I think a lot of people share that worry. And there's lots of different ways that people, lots of different techniques of therapy. But broadly, and I think what's important to remember is that you're in control of the situation. So yeah. I think of finding a therapist, like speed dating, you might meet loads of the, like a couple of them and not find <laughs> they work for you. Yeah. Find the person you feel comfortable with and you find that is you're able to open up with and then control it. You don't have to go in and pour your whole life out in the first yeah. session. And like I have therapy every week and I still do it because I always believe that you can improve the way that you deal with situations. You can learn about yourself. You can learn to adapt. Yeah. And people, I always hear people going, oh, I don't feel, I don't know if I'm bad enough for therapy or like, oh, I don't know if I'm, I don't know, oh, no, no, I don't need therapy. I just need to go to the gym because I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. And you're like, well, but, but therapy is not about whether you're good or bad. Yeah. That's kind of irrelevant. I mean, often you need it more when you feel bad, but it's, it's about learning how you think and sure. changing that. So I, I really hope that in time people can see therapy as like going to the gym. Yeah, very true. You're, I think... you're building the strength in your mind, the yeah. resilience, um, your ability to kind of deal with problems yeah. and, and so on. And, and I, did, um, I did a stomp cast actually of the World Mental Health Day, a diagnosed with ADHD a couple mm. of weeks back. And I did a a stomp cast with my therapist um, Taryn um, on that so if anyone's listening going oh what's therapy like you can go and have a listen to that episode because well I had a therapy session you can see <laughs> on the stomp cast which is an odd thing odd feeling to do it but yeah. it worked really well but yeah I mean if you I would tell anyone especially pull out this right you've come through such a big life change mm. why would you not need therapy yeah does that make sense yeah exactly sometimes I forget that my life has changed drastically of course because you're so caught up in the moment. Sometimes I sit down and I literally watch a movie and I'm sat there like, my life is so different yeah. three months ago. And yeah, and I think, you know, everyone sees therapy in such different ways, you know. Someone's therapy could be going for a walk, yeah. going to the gym, listening to music, meditation. So many things can really help you get through things sometimes. Do you still dance? Is that sort of, because I feel like when you're younger that was, from what you're saying, that was a real something that gave you energy and strength. Do you do you still have dancing as an outlet? Oh yeah, still, enjoy it. Yeah, I still go do to probably, dance. Do you, do, you, do you are you dancing around the bedroom person, or you go, <laughs> do you go to your dance classes? What do you do? I, I dance everywhere I go. Do you? And just skipping along the street. Yeah. <laughs> and what kind of music do you dance to? You like um, so house I'm, proper like beats and stuff. Oh no no. Just walking down the street, you're, like, you're a proper stomper then, really, aren't you? Like, yeah. When I listen to music, I listen to a mix. I'm like. A TLS girl, I listened to it to 2000s, ah, okay. yeah. Nice, nice. But dance class, I dance to all kinds of music, depends on what choreographer's teaching. Can anyone learn, could you teach me to dance? Can anyone learn to dance? Do you believe that or not? So easy, and I think I meet so many people. I love people. how you say it's so easy. It is, <laughs> you know, it is. <laughs> Everyone's got it in them, you just need to get it out. I've got about five left feet, you need to chop them off first. <laughs> get me down to two and then you'll be away. But do you know what, the amount of people that, you know, go to dance class that aren't dancers come out. It's also therapy because you're letting out. It's a, it's a free space. Sometimes dance class can put on a character mm. and be somebody else just for an hour and a half. It's funny because it's I, to me, it, it actually gives me anxiety 
thinking about going dancing. Yeah. So odd as it's like for you, you think of that as a release. For me, I'd be so scared about. It. But I think you're right. I, often our thing, the things we're afraid of, when we do them, we feel mm-hmm. really amazing because yeah, of that you're challenge. Yeah, you It would give me. If you said to me now, we had to go to a dance class, I would. Harry'd have to drag me there. <laughs> Luckily, she's strong, so she would be able to. But she'd have to drag me in yeah. the door. Yeah. But then you you've done something you're afraid of. You pushed yourself. You challenged yourself. And you come out being like, wow, I just did that. I feel great. Have you got Andrew dancing? Not yet, but he has got rhythm. Has <laughs> he can, got rhythm? You can, yeah, you can do a little two-step. Tell him, if he, if he has a go, I'll have a go. I <laughs> <laughs> will have a challenge. If he goes dancing, so you if, he shows evidence, if he shows evidence of him dancing, I'll give it a go. <laughs> it gives me such a, such a fear. <laughs> so the, the dancing is cool. Is there anything else outside? What do you do to unwind? What's your, like, chill out, like... You put the airplane mode on, what do you do when, when that's off? Honestly, I think listening to music is just kind of my thing I go to the most. Just put my headphones on and just listen to my favourite songs. Mm. That really grounds me back to where I am in the bedroom. Or if I'm really stressed, I just whack on Alexa. I'm like, Alexa, just play me some loud... Banging tunes. Yeah, happy songs or something. <laughs> and that can just lift my mood up straight away. That's just... That's what works for me personally. Um, have you listened to the new Taylor Swift album? Yes, I have. It's good. It's great. Like it. It's amazing. It is it? really great. She's, I just love her. She's yeah. so cool. She's really recording, we're off a tangent, but she's recording all of her previous albums, isn't she? Yeah. Because they sold the rights to, anyway, we won't get into all that, but she is awesome. I, find, I love listening. There's certain songs that, that kind of pick you up, like Love Story. From the yeah. end, well they see. Do you, know, do you know that thing? Like, there's like a meme. Like, you see the guy in the gym and he's like lifting weights, and you're like, oh, I must be lifting, listening to like Jay Z or something. Like, I've got <laughs> Taylor Swift in there. Okay? I've got me. Love Story. Have you really? Yeah. There you go. I feel better about that now. Like in the gym, I've li- I've literally listened to really slow songs, but I'm there like pumping. Really? The music's like, mm, like slow nice music. And slow. I love the other one. I love is Frozen. I love that. Frozen. Let it go. Really? I love that song. Yeah. We had played it the day abs, didn't we? We got it. On. It's embarrassing. So who was it? My brother got in the car the other day. And you know, it shows like your Spotify playlist. It had like "Let It Go" and all that kind of stuff on. Then I was like, "It's Abby." It was like, "It's Abby." Abby was playing it. But Abby loves to sing along. Oh, I love it. Thank you once again to Fitflop for sponsoring this episode and making sure our feet are looked after, whether we're wandering in the woods or lounging by the fire after a hard stomp. Head over to fitflop.com to check out Fitflop's outdoor shoes and trainers, as well as the slippers and slides. I've enjoyed this episode so, so much. I have a lot of respect for you. I thought it was amazing what you were doing before. Having spoken to you, I always wait to, until I meet people to, to kind of yeah. make, not judgment is the wrong word, because you don't judge people from being on the hour, but to really get an impression of that person. And you really are really a lovely person. You're just a very normal person, and it's, it's lovely to see, but you're doing extraordinary things. And actually, do you know what? I make a point, right? Love Island, there's a lot of negative signs of it, right? But you are not on Love Island because of your lack of hearing or hearing issues. You're on there because of you as a person. Yeah. Uh, for meeting you, I can say that. And I think that's fantastic because they found someone that should be on there anyway. And in doing so, it's raised awareness. Thank I, you. I, I don't know if that means anything, but I, I really kind of noted that because you do wonder about tokenism sometimes, but yeah. I can tell meeting you that they put you on there because of you. Thank so you. thank you so much for, for your time. Thank you for having me. It's been brilliant. Oh. Thank you. Hold up. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 